Hello Madrid this is welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Real podcast again you know friendly reminder if you new year smash the likes subscribe to the channel we're on the road to 2k but yeah man uh, a spirit lifting win not going to lie you know it wasn't pretty wasn't wasn't enticing you know so many of our big players went missing um so many of your uh, of our big players had their metals tested especially mentally you know uh, they had to really hone it down um look forward look towards the greater good you know in, in, instead of you know getting carried away with 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 emotion i'm i'm not liking certain you know um individuals you know we are talking about you know our golden boy you know i expect a lot more from him um especially when it comes to temperament but it is what it is uh, i guess you know he has been learning a bit more spanish maybe probably getting a bit more riled up uh, due to some of the events that unfold from game to game but um the feeling towards the entire game is is kind of mixed um i, I don't know how exactly to feel cuz um alaves was really looking forward to i don't know what this game cuz a team like alaves right if they have any sort of pride in them they would at least i mean at the minimum look for a draw right to look for a draw against a real madrid side that has been let's be honest despite our shortcomings have been firing on almost all cylinders throughout the season to at least guarantee a draw they should score first so at least the minimum initiative from alaves was was clearly lacking i don't get it at home with a crowd that never gave up it just really questions me what la liga is about you know days like this really questions you know what la liga is about cuz you won't see that in the premier league i'll tell you that on a night like this where we are up you know we are up for the taking right we 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 are kind of backed into a corner looking looking to you know we we are during phases of the game we are actually doubting our own ability you know teams in the premier league they would take advantage of that but I didn't see any of that from Alaves. I know they have been struggling, you know, winless in their last three games, what not, you know, bottom half team. They made it difficult. I'm going to give that to them, but yeah, they they didn't show any courage, any any initiative to win the game, but that kind of, you know, uh paved uh the pathway for us making top spot in La Liga, Girona dropping points today. we had to capitalize we did i was thinking throughout the game oh boy this is one of those games you know we again you know look ourselves uh with a chance to go top and then we we fumble it but thankfully you know um uh, one particular man came up with all the goods that was required you know to contrary in contrary with someone someone else's beliefs on this panel this man has uh, come up clutch again but more i'm going to you know leave that out for the for the intro and be more uh, you know more polite and uh, you know a bit more uh, friendly christmas cheer is on us i'm not going to you know uh, pile on you but uh, i'll i'll wait my turn yeah but big up the panel big up the chat big up bomb big up doris big up farooq i'll come to you more first uh, quick thoughts man big win It was yeah, and like you know, us. once you invoke the Christmas spirit, I have to also follow it. So right now, I'm gonna, you know, as you requested, no reaction, like no arguing. I'm gonna be the uh, what do you say, the example of yeah, peacefulness. You know, Mahatma Gandhi. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. As for the match, man, you you summed up it. You summed it up very well. You know, the thing is like, yeah. 
Today, Real Madrid seemed to lack a lot of intensity. We're going to go into the game in detail, but you know, right now, I think that would, be, that would be the best way. And it is sort of understandable, you know, when the team is playing so many games, you know, week in, week out. So you can't sort of understand it, especially because we're shorthanded, right? Like we, I, I think somebody said we are lacking like eight out of 11 starters. So, you know, the 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 weight of responsibility and the physical load on these players is like humongous. So you sort of understand when uh, in some games you they simply can't perform. And, you know, this is the last uh, game of the year. Uh, there's probably, you know, they are also in the holiday spirit, as you said, and, you know, probably ready to go back with their families. I, I already saw Courtois was like, in Dallas with his wife. So, you know, the rest of them, probably their minds were elsewhere as well. So, but great for professionalism after Nacho gets sent off, you know, these guys stepped up yeah. and somehow they got the win. Nacho is another topic that, uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil this this, this this mood I'm in, this vibe I'm enjoying right now, but, but I have to get into Nacho at some point. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a slight dampener on an otherwise, you know, very cheerful night, you know, especially with the result, not the performance, the result. Um, a big up mo, yeah. That that was that was pretty precise. But Doris, man, um, a bit of a bit of a hiatus. I know you've been busy, yeah. But uh, tell me your thoughts, man. Like, how has Christmas, um, you know, holiday season, you know, been approaching for a while? Uh, have you been catching up the results? Did you expect us to be on top Christmas time? Um, not really, but mm. uh, and this performance tonight did not convince me uh, mm. any more you know uh, mm. so close to actually you know getting a draw out of this which uh, is I guess you, you know you could say embarrassing you know because uh, Girona uh, getting a draw against Betis is you know not the same uh, as us you know drawing to allow it but yeah we move, we move. Uh, it's three points, so you know, of course, that's good. But uh, last few games, I haven't really been able to really fully concentrate on them because I was working as they were going. Um, but uh, I'm not convinced, you know, that we are the top of the league, uh, you know, kind of team, you know, that we are so good, you know, that. Or that I would even, you know, say that it, this is one of our best seasons, you know. But any season that we win a league, you know, um, for us is uh, something, you know. <laughs> it's it, it's not something that we usually focus on. So, you know, it's, a, it's, it's of course, a very positive thing, you know, that we are top of the league. And also, you know, Barca and Atletico being... Quite uh, a few points. Uh, uh, Adrift, yeah. Adrift, yeah. yeah. So Helps. it's refreshing, yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, I know. You know. You you can you can really look at this game. You can't really look at this game and say that yeah, like we we really have one hand on the trophy, which is more often than not the the trend with, uh, you know, the Christmas champions. Uh, you know, if I dare may say. But um, a big up Doris, man. Farouk, initial thoughts? I know this isn't your cup of tea. You know, you would have preferred, you know, the more expansive, uh, you know, the 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 4-0, 5-0 thrashings of yesteryear where we, you know, take 
advantage of Alaves uh, really lacking any sort of cutting edge and go for them. But um, tonight we had to be a little more, we had to be a little more pragmatic, think about the greater picture. And uh, I guess we did in a way, did we? What is the greater picture though? Greater picture is winning the league. When you're going to play the next game on the third of just on the third of January, which is basically how many days away? Thirteen, fourteen days away. So what, mm-hmm. what's the bigger what's the bigger picture? There, there is no winning the league is the bigger picture. Oh. Yeah, but when this is a step towards winning the league, if you're going to play Alaves, who has four victories in their home, and you're going to have nine shots with an expected goal of I think one or whatever the hell it was, <laughs> like what are you talking about? Like I mean, there is no bigger picture. It's just horseshit, and I totally agree with Doris. You know, like. When you watch this game, like there is no, it's just like you know, two mid-table teams competing against each other. Like just to remove the names of the on the badges and everything. It's just yeah, like one team is overpriced and the other team is on, the other one is underpriced, and they're just you know, two mid-table teams competing against each other. But like yeah, like definitely as always said, like this game did not give any sort of you know confidence. Like across the past weeks, actually, we've been improving honestly. And I said on the last on the last episode, even on the preview, that Carlo had done a phenomenal job. But then today again reminds me again is that this is the very reason why I don't want this person managing the team that I support. This is just the thing. Farouk, I'll say with you, yeah, like what if this is sort of one of those games, you know, every year we have those kind of games closer to Christmas or closer to New Year where we kind of look off the pace, you know, players are looking fatigued. Jude Bellinger for once, he looked really, you know, gassed up. Um, you know, players looking elsewhere, you know, probably their attention on on getting some time off, spending some time with their, with their fam and whatnot. But can't you consider this one of those games? Because, Farouk, let's be honest, the games leading up to this, apart from that, that draw we had, um, we looked pretty decent. Yeah, definitely. They looked pretty decent. And, you know, like, I think even if I'm not mistaken, like, I think Mo was the one who brought this up. I can't remember about the fact that the match day 18 has always been really, you know, bad for Real Madrid, like, historically. But the point is, if I'm also more correct, because I can't remember exactly how what we discussed, but also the teams we played in that period was Lariel, was Villarreal, was, you know, mm. uh, Osasuna, you know, at Bilbao. Those were the teams we played in that period. So those are teams that even if you drop a point against them, it's fine. Because like these are the cream of the crop of Spain. You know, it's not playing mm-hmm. Alaves who has three points away from home. So they're, I think, 14, 15, 16, whatever it is that they are. You can have a bad day where, like, you know, you have 20 shots on target. You know, the goalkeeper is in the form of his life. But tell me one chance we had in the game. I'll tell you one chance, one clear-cut chance. Well, Rodrigo had to work his ass off for it. But, yeah, the... Thank you very much. You used the perfect word. He had to work his ass off because he had to create something out of nothing. Which is well, basically all the great players, you know, sometimes they have to take responsibility and create a chance out of nothing. Man, that's how football well, works. If that's the case, then, then let's have a you know, let's just have an exile of you know, Paris. You Madrid, really can't uh, expect, and then you know, you know <laughs> something nice like this. It's, 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 it's not about expecting you know, or what not to expect. Mm. It's about when you start, when it starts becoming a pattern rather than the exception. This is the issue. The pattern been, this season, at least, Farouk, has been that we can really create some really intricate passages of play and, you know, really dominate oppositions. Like like what we showcased against Villarreal at home last week. But in my opinion, at least the way I've seen things, that's an exception rather than the norm. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> well, 
how did Jude make his name in this in the for in the short 17 18 matches he had played by bailing the team out scoring scrappy goals finding being there when there's a rebound to put in the back of the net like I mean come on are we watching the same team or like are, are we seeing the same things well, I have to agree with that. But yeah, like he has bailed us out. But there has been some performances where we have showcased our metal, right? Keyword being some. Keyword being some. Some, yeah. Not exactly. every. We can't be prime 2016-17 Real Madrid every season, can we? Hmm? A prime 2009 Barcelona, can we? Treble winning city. No, no one is no one is asking for that, you know. So mm. the point is, I am mm. saying this, at least from the, the way the thing is that. I will take a loss against Alaves if I know that my boys showed up and played their very best, but they lost. But the point is now, you come up and you don't play anything, and then you get your three points and you go, and then what? Eventually, like, I'm not getting paid to do this. On the counter side, I am paying to, to watch this. I am paying to support these guys. I am putting my time to support these guys. And I always say, it for me, it's an entertainment. If I don't get entertained, then what's the point? I respect your stance, man. Honestly, because, you know... Uh... It surely has some way to way to the argument, you know, like you can't really, uh, you know, pile on Farouk on a night like this. If we won 3-0 and Farouk still said this, I would I would have a different <laughs> approach to how I tackle Farouk's, um, you know, thoughts on, on, on our side. But I completely agree on some of, you know, your, your, your points that tonight wasn't a night for entertainment. But I, I take solace, I take pride in the fact that Yes, it wasn't great, but that's what champions do. That's what teams who go on to do big things in March, April, May, where the you know the the the, the trophies of the big years, the trophies that has actual depth to it matter. You know, those are the months where where we have to showcase what we are made of. And I, I guess I judge teams on what they do then, but I completely understand where you come from because we have to set a tone, right? And this wasn't exactly a game where we really can tell people that, oh yeah, th there you go. You know, we are we are the uh, winter champions for a reason. I completely understand. Big up the chat, big up every single one of you uh, in the comment section as well. If you're new here, again, subscribe to the channel, smash the likes. Um, I'll get to a few comments more if you can help me on before we, you know, come to you. Uh, Ashi was mentioning, just when I thought we don't deliver much from set pieces, especially corners these days, Vasquez of all people scores the winning goal from the corner. Man, I was talking to Francesco. If people don't know, Francesco is Carlos' assistant and I have I have the immense pleasure to be, you know, sometimes, you know, hitting him up. And I, and I actually asked him, like, was it tactical coach? You know, a 5-7 guy attacking, you know, the set piece where we need a goal and he basically winked. So that means probably there was kind of a thought process in which Vasquez was deployed as a decoy and it worked. You know, one of those occasions where, you know, luck, you know, uh, favors the brave, I guess. But man, you know, he he had to come up clutch and Vasquez did exactly that. Um, PK Hull was mentioning Lord Lucas, 100%, man, you know, days like this really, you know, drives home the Lord uh, narrative. Hassan was mentioning Lord Vasquez has rocked my world. They probably would, to be honest. I'm not sure what he means by that. Uh, probably alluding to one of our uh, takes on 
previous conversation with Farooq. Hassan was also mentioning if, um, I don't know, Nottingham Forest, we are drawing nil-nil with a 10-man, 10-man-man city. They are probably think it's best to shut up shop and play for a draw and not risk anything. I guess, I guess so, Hassan, you know, I guess so. Probably, I don't know. I expect a lot more from Alaves, you know, at least some cutting edge, even on the couple of occasions they had. I mean, to to ask much of Ian Isaji, I, I guess is a, is, a, is, a, is a bit of a travesty, but it is what it is. You know, I guess you have a point. Um, I'll come to you more. Um, you know, Farooq has had, has had his say. Right. Let's let's uh, bring it back to some some of the positive thoughts from the game. Right. Um, some I of mean, the better. Before you go positive, I just want to say one thing. You know, you said that uh, this is not Farouk's cup of the water. I think <clears throat> that was a massive understatement. This was not even Farouk's bath water. <laughs> <laughs> fair, 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 fair. That 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 really. <laughs> Yeah, this was this is Farouk. This is what Farouk loves to watch, right? Like this isn't something Farouk would subject himself to. Um, I know Farouk very well over the last three, four years, and uh, he doesn't shy away from voicing what sort of football he w- he would rather watch, especially, especially so close to Christmas, where you know he wants to be in the spirit. Uh, you know, this wasn't something that he would watch, but more man. Um, some of the better performances. Let Let's look at that first. Yeah, Tony Cruz again, magnificent. I I, I uh, think uh, while Tony Cruz was definitely magnificent, I think you we need to highlight the fact that Lucas Vasquez was good both uh, defensively and offensively. You know? Oh, we're gonna get into that, okay? Yeah, I mean, okay. uh, Lucas Vasquez was good, so you have to give him credit, right? Mm. Both yeah, ways and, as well. Sorry. Both ways as well, going yeah, back. Yeah, that's what and, I said. Uh, both ways, offensively yeah. and defensively, because I think he set the tone uh, at the start. You know, he was like mm. winning balls everywhere. Even uh, he he defended pretty well. He marshaled his flank. I think the guy Rabah was from uh, Alaves. Morocco, yeah, Moroccan mm. international. I mm. think is is he a Moroccan international or is he just a Moroccan? Uh, I don't I don't think he has played for the national team. I'm not sure, but uh-huh. uh, he's yeah. been called up a couple of times, but he actually hasn't started or played any game yet. Oh, okay. 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 So regardless, I think he he gets called up to the national team. So you know he deserves respect. So mm. I I I think um, Lucas Vasquez did well marshalling him. Although you know some chances the uh, the winger won, but Lucas Vasquez overall I, I thought he was pretty good. You know he he did his job well. And apart from that, even Rudiger, Antonio Rudiger, I think he did a stellar job, especially after Nacho got sent off. You know he was literally like the lone uh, senior centre back. Uh, Chouameni came in and did a, did a bit of work, but I think Rudiger deserves immense credit because I think at times it felt like he was the only guy defending, like he was the only guy defending, you know, he was the only centre-back and you could look at him and like be like, yeah, this guy is the centre-back, the rest of the others aren't there. And he still managed to, you know, do what Rudiger does every game. Uh, I was actually reading this uh, comment on Reddit that said that, you know, uh, the team with the least amount of senior defenders is the team with the best defensive record in the league. That's so, mad. You know, we. That's I think. Crazy. I guess we can say we ended the game with just two defenders in Fran Garcia and Rudiger. Maybe Lucas Vasquez, if you want to consider him a right back, pure right back, three defenders. That that's the that's all we have in this team. And you know, for us to be leading the league in, in the like you know the least amount of goals let in. So I think that's something that you really need to appreciate. And uh, yeah, uh, as you said, Cruz was also pretty brilliant. But I'll let you brace Cruz. Uh, I mean, come on, man. Nothing that Danny Ceballos can do. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Speak your mind, Doris. You know, go in on him. You know, I, I, I've, 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 I've no time for this. You know, Danny Ceballos' praise. Who was it? Who was it? Who said it? It, it was Mo. It was Mo. You know. It wasn't. Wasn't. 
Mm. Well, never speak ill of uh, Lucas Vasquez. Ever. <laughs> no, man, I wasn't Ever. speaking ill of Lucas Vasquez. Ever. I said Danny Sabas is better technically, and I still stand by that. Okay. They... Okay. Um, let's move on. We we're trying to keep it to keep this short. Uh, this could be a long conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, Man, I don't today want. you can I don't learn want something from Doris. You know, she she's more mature than you. Oh, okay, okay. That, that 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 is that what maturity is? Then I don't want to be a part of it because you know, like I want to speak what I feel. But um, yeah, man, big up Doris for backing me up. You know, sometimes I I want to wish I which side she's on, but she's definitely on the right side this time. But Vasquez, man, again, I'm I'm gonna you know reiterate moments where someone cries out for you know to 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 be a hero, yeah, to save a game. To be the difference, he just steps up, you know. Whether it be by coincidence, whether it be by him just being in the right place, right time, whether it be by just pure passion, right, pure character, pure determination um, to to make a difference. Lucas Vasquez has throughout the years been, you know, the the guy people look up to. You know, people would wonder, you know, like how would he with his Let's be honest. Like, yeah, for the memes, I would, I would, you know, fight with more for who is more technically adept. Yeah, Lucas Vasquez is far behind Danny Ceballos. Let's be honest. Like, I, I can hold my hands up and admit Hallelujah. it even now. Hallelujah. But but the very factors for me, what technical ability is about is what you make a difference on the pitch, right? No matter if you have the skills of Maradona or Pele, but you can't really do anything much with it. I don't really, I can't really watch for that, you know. What I can watch for is what I can see. Him
a penalty spot with the ball spinning on his finger. You know, how cool is that? Like, I mean, people wish they had a moment like that. So, you know, Lucas Vasquez. That's going to be forever etched in history. You know, people are going to watch that a million times over. Simple as generations to come are going to watch that. Um, but Doris, man, anything to add on Vasquez? Match winner for the day. Um, first half, I thought it was really good. Uh, mm. Second half, he disappeared you know, for moments, but, you know, that is, you know, uh, I guess expected, you know, from a game where you have Nacho, you know, getting a red card for absolutely no reason, but I guess we'll talk about it. So uh, I don't think that this will be a game, you know, to judge him for what he created, but for the situation that we were in, I think he did, you know, obviously magnificent since he, you know, uh, we are, st- we are, we still kept a clean sheet and, you know, he scored a, a goal. So what, what else could you uh, ask, ask from him? And that is also with the 10 men and Trump many by his side. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You know, um, he really had to, you know, uh, roll his sleeves up for the game. He wasn't really tested as as he wasn't facing an Mbappe, you know, for instance. But still, he had to, uh, you know, do his, uh, you know, due diligence, um, you know, to come come out the game as 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 someone who rarely put a foot wrong. But Farouk, man, again, closing thoughts. Lucas Vasquez, time and time again, he steps up. Yeah, I mean, more, more, rather than closing thoughts, I was expecting, you know, a boxing match between you and Mo today, and then it's all like, you know... Man, it's Christmas, it's Christmas. Kisses and hugs. Yeah, I and mean, hugs bro, and it was a win. Have, it was man. a win. So I really I can't have. fight anyone I mean, today. <laughs> the, the game was boring. If, at least you guys, you know, should give, give us entertainment. You know, Farouk, yeah, yeah, man. Look at you, look at you. You're watching for two of your brothers to go into war. You know, that's not the right mentality. We want to be stepping into Christmas. And don't Christmas, man, Farouk. Be ashamed, man. Farouk, honestly, <laughs> Farouk is Farouk is totally Farouk comes no. from a land where people are called, you know, uh, glory no, or no, you know, Farouk, gift from God. Farouk, you know? Farouk is a Christmas Grinch. <laughs> like, like Nigerians have names, but that that that's like that's like 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 I've I've heard like friends who 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 was named like like Glory, right? Like the, the, there was this, this this girl who was named Glory. Like they had they have names with such positive vibes yet he wishes his best mates fight each other to death like i, I don't get it farouk you know especially on a night like bro, this that, that, that's what you live for boy. you start fighting we open a youtube live and you know start collecting bets man survival mm-hmm. of the fetus yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sit with me man <laughs> but you do you <laughs> you, know, you know everybody else took the good wife farouk was left alone <laughs> <laughs> there you go probably yeah yeah, but boy, yeah, yeah. Lu- 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 Lucas Vasquez, like uh, as you guys you know, rightly pointed out, like you know, he 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 stepped up, you know, when when it matters the most, and you know, and you guys also rightly pointed out, you know, that like it's 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 something that you know it's not just coincidence anymore because we've seen with Stanley Carval before, you know, popping into these positions, you know, uh, during set pieces and all, or what is and what is not. So yeah, and away from that, you know, as we rightly pointed out, like you know, it's not just about the goal in itself; it's about the fact that you know. Lucas Vasquez was one of the few players who was actually trying to force something, you know, uh, at least offensively throughout the whole game because, like, defensively, there wasn't a lot to do anyways. 
like honestly like he was i think alongside brian one of the few people who are actually trying to you know force things to happen offensively and i think that's one of the you know great advantages of lucas vasquez but then again you know vasquez his combination sports. down the right farouk is is underrated let's be honest he combines really well with anyone i really like that about uh, lucas vasquez you know like he has a knack for when to go when to stay uh when to go when to stay not necessarily but i think like the combination you mentioned is something that i would totally agree on because i feel like and also like let's not forget like lucas vasquez is primarily an attacker also you know there is that yeah. understanding yeah. that completely plays into it well, I think one one thing also that we can also see sometimes I see actually today like Vasquez goes forward and like there is no one to actually find the ball. This is one of the you know problems that continues to you know to 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 bog this team and how will that be you know solved or like there of well again you know luckily for us he was at the right place at the right time to you know at least negate any uh, worries that might have happened if the goal had not come or what is or what is not. Well, yeah, like uh, Lucas Vasquez deserves his flowers today. Hundred um, percent. Let me read a few of the comments more. If you can help me out, uh, Marcus Benningham, bigger Marcus, um, regular, regular, absolute regular uh, around these parts. Uh, he was mentioning Nacho so careless. Uh, no wonder he is the fourth choice center back. I guess it's time we delve into it, people. You know, um, I wanted to focus on the positives, but I guess this is a nice segue into you know what Nacho is about. Well, th- this is I guess fourth red card. I'm going by the commentary again. You know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not the stats guy, but I just remember what gets fed into me, right? Um, but fourth red card of his career, two in the same season, that is this season, right? It's not looking great. But I really have to wonder, right? Like even, even the tackle against Girona, it didn't really, it didn't really happen in an instance where his team's fortunes were on the line. Right, Steam's fortunes were on the line, and it's looking it's looking a bit peak. You know, we are under the cosh. We are getting you know dominated, left, right, and center, losing it. I guess can I can find much more reason to it, right? But what he did tonight on the halfway line against an attacker who barely gave him trouble. Why was it necessary to go in like that? Right, and he has a he has an edge to him, where, where you know, like I I remember like a few episodes back, especially the Chirona post match, uh, if I recall, when I thought, yeah, Nacho had an edge to him, but he manages to conceal it in a way where he doesn't, where he can often get away with it. You know, he can really probably get away with nasty challenges. That's what I've always had, you know, the the, the impression regarding Nacho, but. Tonight again, it reiterates like how much he he's he's just completely loses his 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 uh, his temperament. He loses his way. Mo, like talk to me, man. Like how can you how can you reason with that? He knows, right? The 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 trenches are pretty barren, right? Um, the amount of personnel we have to cover for him is is pretty barren, right? Even even with the academy, you really have to you know dig deep to find people, maybe from Joan LA to 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 bring up you know. Um, I don't know where we go from here, man. Mayok at home, on, on paper is arguably an easier fixture, but really, come on, man, this is just unacceptable. 
First of all, I think I disagree with you on Mallorca at home being an easy fixture. I think over the past two seasons, they have been a good team. So uh, oh, yeah. it's, it's definitely not going to be easy. But then uh, on the flip side yeah. of it, you know, uh, somebody said on Reddit, I was just uh, talking to them and they said that, you know, maybe mm-hmm. Nacho is just being a good captain, you know. He's trying mm-hmm. to force the board to bring in a player. But, you know, jokes aside, I think you have a point about uh, Nacho being reckless today. Uh, that tackle wasn't needed. And I think the commentary team I was watching, they were saying that, you know, uh, in these situations, he shouldn't be doing that tackle. But then, you you know, you just look at it. He, he kind of like hit the player on the Achilles. So I think it was a totally deserved red card. The first time I saw it, the replay was like, why isn't Huar intervening in this one? Because this one looks like a clear red. I literally wrote it down. He was lucky to not walk away with a red, you know, and then they review it. And I was like, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. It's so blatantly obvious. Yeah, it, it was it, it was obvious, and I think uh, it was a good decision. We can't really be complaining about, it, although there were no you know, some other decisions mm-hmm. in the game that you know I thought the ref was like kind of iffy. That was one. idiotic. This, yeah, but this mm-hmm. one this one wasn't where I would complain. And you know, uh, being the captain of Real Madrid, you know, Nacho is the captain. I think he knows what being a Madridista means more than any of us. So mm-hmm. I think this guy, I, I you know, you really have to trust him to do his stuff. And most occasions he has stepped up. But today, I think it was like one of the rare times that I've seen him, you know, let his team down because uh, that wasn't something I expected from Nacho. I, yeah, like you said, you know, he can be rash at times, but Nacho has always had the sensibility to judge the game and decide what to do. But, you know, mm-hmm. stepping up and uh, being aggressive in the tackles is his game. I think uh, most of you guys would agree with that. And, you know, he's always been a front foot defender. Uh, I, I remember Ancelotti yeah. used to use a term when he came here that Nacho is like uh, too pessimistic. He's always like, you know, think, thinking the worst and uh, attacking yeah. the ball aggressively. So I think uh, mm-hmm. that is what, who Nacho is. And mm-hmm. you're absolutely right about the four red cards. So, you know, in his career, although that's not at the level of Sergio Ramos, but two red cards in a season is like, you know, kind of high. Especially when you look at the tackle that he made against Giron, that was like, that was a bad tackle. And today again, another bad tackle. So I think I hope, you know, not think, I, I rather hope that, you know, Nacho can improve from here, especially in a new time when we don't really have centre-back options. And, you know, with the news coming in that Madrid haven't decided what they're going to do, I hope this, uh, you know, this forces board, the board's hand and they kind of bring a centre-back back, you know, and centre-back in. Rafa, Marin, tonight, I was impressed with what I saw, you know. Um, he really, you know, held his own. Um, yeah, had... I, I mean, we, we, we've had this discussion before as well, right? We don't necessarily need to bring at all of the line center back, you know, we don't really need to bring in Bastonis right now. All we need is a body who can cover. And I think Rafa Marin did himself well. He gave a good account of himself today. Marshall Jude well, Marshall Rodrigo well. He, you know, I guess can probably, you know, uh, stamp himself um, into into a, into a squad, you know, uh, with uh, Alaba missing um, as well. But Doris, anything to add on Nacho? Not much more other than, I mean, for a senior player like him doing this basically at halfway line for no reason mm. against an opponent that really isn't really deserving of a, a red card, I would say, uh, just, you know, embarrassing for him. And uh, I love Nacho, uh, but this is the kind of, you know, Moments, you know, that we just do, you know, uh, not great for his, uh, you know, um, not great for his, uh, maybe, for perception in Ancelotti's eyes. I, w- yeah. I, w- I would say 
and uh, at the point of the season where both Alaba and Militao, both of our first choice uh, defenders are injured, he has to do more, and this is just ridiculous from him. And uh, ne uh, if this was any other game, uh, I'll be pissed, absolutely pissed, because. Uh, 100%. We are lucky that we have a little break now, and Militao will pro will probably be back. And but we shouldn't be in this position now. We only have Rodriguez, which is absolutely crazy, crazy that we only have one defender left. And uh, I I guess we'll see what what happens. Hundred percent, man. Like I I completely agree with you. You know, and it's this this really is bad that we have to throw Militao out out. You know. Straight into yeah. the, yeah. the game. I, I don't. I don't think you kind of have to, you know, because the Champions League is coming up in February, so we we will still need to do that. But you know, you, you have a point. Was, I don't think we'll do that, but we. I'm not sure about Militao's timeline. Like it's looking great. He might probably, you know, uh, join with us uh, a little earlier than expected. That's what I feel like from what I read. But the thing is. Um, this is kind of basically accelerating his re-inclusion for no reason. You know, this is just self-inflicted. Exactly. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what to, you know, what to say regarding regarding Nacho's decision to get himself sent off twice in the same season. But um, yeah, man, Farouk, Nacho, I, I guess, like what Mo said, this is what you expect from Nacho, right? But like, we can really question. His his, I know it's kind of impulsive. This happened in 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 the in the in the rush, rush of the moment. You know, you know, blood to the brain. You you just you just override your your conscience at times. But we are in a situation that really really is troublesome. Definitely, man. I mean, the point is right now. I think Nacho is going to serve a three match suspension if I'm not mistaken. No, I and think then, in La Liga it's just one, and uh, the rest still depends on the disciplinary committee if they decide that you know extra punishment is needed. Okay, okay. At least that's maybe hopefully good or not. I don't know. Considering it's a second red card, I think it might not be too good as well because they might want to be you know some punishment there. But whatever. And the point also, is, like, also the 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 fucking watermarks on every fucking stream. You know, um, what was that? What what was it? Hashtag what? I forgot. You know, uh, um. Play, play with merit. What was earn, it? Earn it on the pitch. Earn yeah, it on the, the pitch. pitch. Yeah, 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 so yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. see, the campaigns are already underway. So should we expect much sympathy from La Liga? No, I don't think so. I just like oh. to point out that the referees are handled by RFEF, not La Liga. Oh yeah, RFEF. My bad. Yeah. Go on, Faro. Yeah, I mean the point is right now it's looking really bleak because like our only other option is to play Chelsea, and it now comes down to the fact that. So Rudiger has been phenomenal and you're just relying basically on just that one single entity. Anything happens to him and basically, you know, we collapse, you know. And mm. all the, all, you know, uh, the point is you guys were saying at the beginning is that, you know, the team with the least amount of, you know, senior centre-backs available has the best, you know, defensive record in the league. All of that is, in my opinion, down to, you know, the imperious form of Tony Rudiger. And if this guy goes down with a suspension or whatever, which we know Tony Rudiger also is, you know, is, is bound to make those trust decisions one, one way or another. So, it's 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 really important to see what happens, you know, at the turn of the year because I don't think this can continue. We definitely need 
to find someone that's gonna come and be an able deputy to you know to this to this guys honestly because this is just it like imagine someone gets two yellow card in, in the space of you know the round of 16 or the round of 16 and the quarterfinals you know you go into the second leg of the quarterfinals or the first leg of the semis and you have to play I don't know Chouameni or maybe even uh, you know someone from the Fabrica I don't know maybe Tony Cruz starts to become a centre back as well you know. These are things that if Tony Cruz as a center back, <laughs> I, I wish I'd die before that happens. You know, well, Farouk said that with a straight face. Can you imagine? Yeah, I mean, like... this is this, this is the thing. Like, I mean, the point is okay, who, who are you gonna play? That's the thing. Like, I, I who's no gonna idea, come in and play? Like, that's the thing. Man. I mean, if 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 you know, at Casemiro, at least we have a guarantee, right? A minimum six or seven at center back, right? Like, we can. Vegan. I don't Have know. A... I don't know. Mention as you know, Kavinga might surprise us, or I don't know. Carvajal. I, I've heard Carvajal might play centre back. So Carvajal has 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 shown himself. Carvajal, that he has, can do a Carvajal has actually ended up playing centre back in certain games, like not started, but the like only one. The only one I remember is the Chelsea one. I think they were like uh, him, Nacho, and Alaba were like three together. So I don't really even know. even even against City. Remember Mo? He was no 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 deep no, at the trenches. Against, no, not against City. No, no. Maybe my memories. So that's that's the thing. Like you know, it's really it's looking it's looking really bleak, you know, and like just the you know the the the, the rush tackle of you know the natural, which basically was totally uncalled for. Like there was no danger, there was nothing there. Like obviously, like yeah, it, he didn't go into the tackle with a malicious intent, but it was something that was you know a tackle me out of Stops up. And, you know, that's, Man. That's, that's unacceptable. A, a player of this of all this caliber of experience should not be making this kind of challenges but then again you go like you know you see even people like Sergio Ramos keeps making the three way always making that kind of challenges but it's, as I said it's totally out of character for Nacho at least not mm. something I expected from him but yeah again it's just you know for the highlights to meet for a reinforcement in you know in the winter but then I heard we're getting one billion euros into the club so you know maybe so we can look at some centre back <laughs> Well, uh, you know, the, the Super League, we've, I'm pretty sure we're going to have some, you know, Super League dedicated uh, episodes. You know, my personal, I, I know you guys discussed about it, kind of touched upon it uh, in the preview, but I would like to put out my, uh, you know, thoughts on it. You know, um, I was initially a guy who was a, who was all for it, right? Like, we can we can really try to make a difference. But the more I look at it, man, being public enemy number one, I'm not a fan of, you know, like we have already enough reasons for people to hate us, you know, and this is, this will be some, some hell of a reason that we can't really redeem ourselves with. But Farooq, do you have something to add? Bro, we're not in the business of making friends. We're in business of playing beautiful football. Yeah, they, yeah, this 100%. was exactly what I thought Farooq would say. <laughs> I know, I, I know, mean, I know you know all about the business, but yeah, man, for me, just... Yeah, I mean, I so it's, it's really, this, is, this is the thing, you know, if you're a Ramir fan, you have to be prepared to be enemy number one. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys noticed, but, you know, all through the game, in, especially in the second half, all the chants were like, you know, fuck Real Madrid, fuck Real Madrid. From the other way. See, fans, let me, let me, let me ask you more. You're the guy who has the, who who is right on on with all these stuff, right? The, the, the technicalities, let's just say. Like me, I just gloss over it, right? I'm a surface level guy with technicalities, but... Let me ask you this, yeah. So I, I heard on commentary, right, um, that if Girona wins the league, they really can't partake in the Super League. Is is it true? 
Um, okay, the Super League, I think they released the format today. I guess this is a, like a preliminary format or whatever because the names are horrendous. Blue mm-hmm. Star, I don't know what that that is. Yeah, that, but, that's fucking uh, you know primary school shit. But, but yeah. I, I'd just like to point <laughs> you guys towards like, uh, okay, if Girona win the Super in the League and the Super League comes into fruition, which I don't think will be happening in the near recent times, they mm-hmm. will probably get an invite to go into the third division of the Super League. So they have to climb up from there to go to the top division, which I think a lot of people have a problem with. But, you know, I, I think when you compare it to what happens in the EuroLeague, the EuroLeague, you have to get a license and approval from other teams to join the EuroLeague. It doesn't matter if you have won your own domestic league. So I, I guess that is better in a way. But, you know, when people say that, you know, champions should be getting uh, a direct spot in the in, in the top tier of European competition, I, I, I can understand that they have a point. But then as a Madrid fan, I have to understand why... Florentino Perez is chasing this one because I think he wants to ensure that the Madrid is, as a club, is sustainable in the future. You know, competing against uh, oil clubs. But the and, public know, sentiment is going to be super I mean, harsh, man. Public sentiment this is, is not like, a level uh, playing field. Let's be I'll honest. I'll tell you something. You know, uh, mm. today I was just like kind of watching Mark Goldberg because I wanted to see what you, you know, what you enjoy at your dinner time. You know, laughing at United. <laughs> I, so, I don't watch him much apart from when United lose, but he's yeah, yeah. fucking hilarious. I've got to give it a Yeah, but the thing is, like, he, he was telling his viewers that the uh, Super League is going to have, like, four divisions, 80 teams, and, you know, all that bullshit. So yeah. I kind of understand why the, why people are, like, against Super League because they are being fed misinformation, Yeah, uh, essentially. So, you know, uh, <laughs> some, some of the sentiments probably... Right, but we also have to understand that a lot of misinformation is coming from the people like you know who are backed by English media. But the simple thing is more. If I if I if I may interrupt you, the simple thing is if Girona wins the league, they should be playing at the top level. Yeah, I, I totally understand that. I, I understand the sentiment, and I'm saying I'm, I'm telling you that that is a very admirable sentiment. But when you look at what Florentino Perez is trying to do, is because you have to look at it from a point of view of Real Madrid. What you're looking from is a point of view of like football as a whole. But Florentino Perez right now is the president of, of Real Madrid, right? So he has to look out for the best interests of Real Madrid. So that is what he's doing. Actually, I, no, I, I kind of disagree. I kind of disagree with tonight's sentiment there. Like the point is that even if Girona wins the league, you're winning the league one year and out of how many years? The work that has been done by the teams who have established all their should always count. But still, Farouk, History, they should be like, rewarded for what they did, and that of is course, a tremendous they, they've feat. They've been rewarded by by going into the I think was it the Star League or the goal league or whatever they go into the third league if you maintain the consistency of this performance you go up into up to the first league for me the my issue with the super league is that it gives club like ac milan barcelona like a easy way out because the point is we know it like basically just go back to 2014 barcelona was at the top of the world they made stupid decisions and then now the super league is going to build them out i mean let's even go to you know you come to italy and look at teams like parma parma was a team that had players that were what billion like okay billions of leaders in the past, you know. Now, basically, Parma was liquidated, sent to the second league. You look at Lazio, their stadium still has stickers from, you know, the World Cup that was 40, 50 years ago. Like, these people should not get a pass. This is where I have a problem with them. The Super League basically is just coming and giving everyone a pass. You like the Premier League or you don't like the Premier League. The Premier League did a phenomenal job when no one was watching. I remember while I was younger in Nigeria, like, we used to watch Premier League for free. Now, Premier League is the most expensive thing to watch in Nigeria. So, like, it was then, like, because why would I watch Premier League? Okay, like, yeah, our guys loved, you know, Thierry Henry, Juan Kokano was there, JJ Okocha was there. But no one wanted to watch that because why? Why would I watch the Premier League? I'd rather watch Syria or later in the early 2010s go and watch Messi and Cristiano. Case in point, I remember, I think, 
when the Super League started, I read about the fact that in 2014, 2015, 16, Real Madrid and Barcelona earned about 200 million euros from TV deals. The next best teams were Atletico, Valencia, and Sevilla, I think, and they had less than 15 million euros, which is about 25% of what Real Madrid and Barcelona got. I think, uh, uh, Farouk, that is a very fair point. But the the thing is, like, from that season onwards, the time frame you mentioned, that is when La Liga started collective bargaining. And I think you have to give credit to Javier Tebas for that because Javier Tebas is the one who pushed through that that, that deal, you know. That is the reason why there is a single... It's a bit more even team. now, you reckon, yeah? Yeah, I think right now, Atleti have been the biggest beneficiaries of the new TV deal and they earn more money than Bayern Munich does in, from Bundesliga. So, you know, I guess that is a fair point that, uh, you know, initially La Liga wasn't really doing this well, but they have changed their outlook and the way they are, like, distributing money is a lot more fairer now. But I guess this is a part of a much broader conversation about Super League. I don't know if we want to do it today. Yeah, but yeah, this was, this was kind of, you know, a deviation that uh, I didn't expect. But, you know, I'm I'm all for, you know, different interpretations of what, what's going to happen. I'm still on the fence, I'll be honest. Because you know, from 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 the bigger picture, I guess yeah. football will be much more accessible to the general public. Go on, Faru, if you have something to add. No, no, I, I was just saying that you know oh. it's it's perfectly fair to be on the fence because I think this issue isn't resolved completely yet. Only like the step one has been completed because you know the court has ruled that uh, Ramadan should uh, probably uh, UFA shouldn't be punishing teams. That is my understanding of this decision. So I, I, I guess going to the decision, that was the only thing that I was, you know, worried about. I even told you guys after we did the last match reaction that, you know, I want to see what the decision is. If Real Madrid, you know, end up losing the case, probably could we get we could be getting banned. So as long as that doesn't happen, I'm just like, you know, fine with it. And I want to see what Florentino Perez does on the Super League front. There you go, man. I, I guess, you know, we have to, you know, uh, hold our horses and... Uh... Yeah, how see how this pans out? Because I'm telling you, you know, waging war against UEFA, <laughs> like like we you know had alluded to, is is gonna maybe cost us our place in the Champions League if the Super League doesn't get formed and if enough teams doesn't you know come forward to you know join us in Barcelona. So it, it 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 is really looking like we are at the crossroads of you know what our European legacy is going to be looking like you know um I'm not going to have kids but the people who are going to going to have kids they, they'll have to tell something about you know what they're going to look forward to especially um you know uh regarding European competition I hope it's something something beautiful something more fair like what you know uh Paris and 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 you know what the Super League committee is uh, is putting forth, but yeah, uh, Mo, you should have told me that you ran a poll, but the, I guess that's a good poll. I'm gonna mm-hmm. you know leave. No, no, I didn't run a poll. I thought you did. It wasn't me. Who did it then? Then maybe Jacob. I did. Uh, oh, Doris. Doris! My God, how how can she do that? I have no idea. I, I was thinking maybe Jacob was behind this when you said you didn't do it, but you know, I Doris. Know. Yeah, she got the spirit of Jacob. Okay. Well, good stuff, Doris. Um, that was a very good question. But yeah, people, what up? What up? Um, do you think we'll get a new center back in January? Um, I, I guess that's a very warranted question. But I'm gonna read a few of the comments before we kind of you know um, delve into some of the positives, which were many. So you know, it's gonna be, uh, it's not gonna be long. Um, Malshida Vimukti, uh, big up Malshida. He was mentioning. Thoughts about the Super League? <laughs> it, it, it's not good, Doris. I didn't like. I didn't ask your opinion. Yeah, like, what do you think briefly about the Super League? Are you for it? Are you are you against it? Um, 
I no opinion. No comment. No comment, yeah. Okay, okay. I guess I guess, uh... I guess Doris and Farouk were pretty happy with the fact that it's gonna be free. Like you know, I wasn't your free broadcast. And who doesn't appreciate yeah, she, of course she, she she has grievances that some of the matches are not telecasted on, on TV in Croatia, which is a fucking uh you know disgrace. Well, but uh, we have we have been still in the high seas for centuries when we need to, you know, get on the right side of things. <laughs> I've been as well, man. Trust me, trust me. Um, Deron, uh, big up Deron, man. He was mentioning players look tired in this game. Big up Jude for taking three defenders away so <laughs> Lucas Vasquez can score the winning goal. Yeah, man, Jude Bellingham. Um, let's talk about him a bit. Um, you know, the thing with Jude Bellingham, even when on a night where he really doesn't have it in him to, you know, uh, go the extra yard, he still manages to make some sort of a difference. I, I would argue that this was one of his Vasa games, you know, in a, in a, in a Real Madrid shot. Um, he tried to get himself involved. He had a couple of good defensive actions, I must say, you know, um, especially in a box as well. Like, he puts in the shift. You, you know, that's a given with Jude Bellingham. But again, um, yeah, man, him losing his his mind a bit like it's starting to get around the Vinny territory I, I know the Vinny territory is kind of uh, kind of a kind of a stretch but Farouk is it uh, is it time to be worried or is it just Jude you know getting frustrated you know no um, I mean that's 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 the hallmark of players actually you know uh, really good players like this is something to be expecting you know like he's mm-hmm. coming into the league you know learning how to, you know what is and what is not of the league and you know mm-hmm. I don't think it's it's time yet to be worried. And as you said, like, like you know, it's weird. It's sort of a stretch to, you know, make the uh, Vinicius Junior comparison. But it seems like that's what's going to build up again with with, with, with that. But that's just the hallmark of every, you know, uh, great player. As, you know, more, more was saying earlier, like, they were costing Real Madrid. And, you know, although, like, what's Real Madrid's business with all of this? Like, basically, like, we're not even mates. Like, we're not even neighbors. Like, we're just people who happen to breathe the same air in the same country, you know? <laughs> that's just the thing. Like, what's our business with them both? So it's, it's that's the same thing, like you know, with with, with great players like this. Is that, that, that's a disrespect, game. though, Farouk. You gotta you gotta no. you gotta coat it with some sugar, you know, or lube it up so that it doesn't sound as rough, right? Bro, if, if I if, if I if I have to start coating Alaves with sugar, man, then I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, but my point. point was just that you know, like this is this is this is something to be expected. Like you know, Jude will start to be getting provoked either by you know targeted by defender, and obviously it was there. Like you know, you could see like the defenders obviously you know were targeting him and trying to get the reaction out of him. And even in the previous game as well, the fans as well, and like what is and what is not. So it's something that we should start to expect. And how he deals with that, you know, all the time with Turbo, I think so far it's it's I think it's nothing more than you know a feisty midfielder in the ilks of you know and so something that we haven't seen from the likes of Steven Gerrard before or you know. Uh, even even players like Xabi Alonso as well, like this is a thing that we yeah. You know. Oh, Xabi Alonso don't even don't even start with Xabi Alonso because I remember you know he was the most handsome looking man on the pitch, but he would have the nastiest side to him. You know, he I, I just exactly. knew that you know he would just exactly. leave, uh, you know, tackles on on players like 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 I still remember you know those images of Pedro rolling on the floor. You know, guys like Danny Alves. You know, you know. Uh, Pleading for his life uh, with, with so, a crunching you know, tackle from Xabi Alonso. Mm. I would just mm. like to say that it doesn't get much to get the likes of Dani Alves and Pedro, you know, players for Barcelona to start rolling on the pitch. 
yeah, yeah, obviously you don't need much, but you, but, you guys are you guys are forgetting the the, the ruling on the pitch merchant, Sir Joby, Luis Suarez, Nicole, Busquets, oh. Busquets, Busquets. Sergio Busquets is just. As soon as we are back to Sergio B after a long time. Yeah, Sergio B. I, I missed it. I missed it. It's just a just a positive place I go to. You know, when when he mentioned Sergio B, because probably it uh, reminds me of Sergio bitch but yeah it is what it is man it's it's more more often than not the way that charbelon so basically leave something on in on these guys you know they just you know uh, you know just just sometimes the tackle is, is is a bit much and instead of diving they're just crying in agony it 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 felt you know a bit bit satisfactory when we are you know getting crashed sometimes when it, when i was growing up but um yeah man um i, I guess you have a point farooq i don't know if we want to you know delve into it much uh, more if you want to add something with jude you know i wouldn't you know, force you to cuz this isn't really a conversation right like no, i mean i i think farooq uh, has said like everything that needs to be said i would just say mm-hmm. that you know it does uh, with the refs that we have in spanish league it doesn't you know it, it doesn't take much to get players right up 100% 100% man um yeah not one of his best night not one of his you know worst nights but yeah pretty pretty average pretty uh bang average for jude bellingham um rodrigo doris uh, has been one of the shining lights in, in the past you know uh three four weeks really he tried his best tonight but his best yeah is a good way to describe it um not a terrific night from him uh, yeah. but also i think it was also it is a, a situation of uh, until you see how it goes it's difficult to do, I, to actually know you know what to do so not to blame ancelotti or anything but uh, we really missed striker uh, someone's uh, microphone is someone is doing something um is it me or just people talking outside maybe it's fine yeah it's just people yeah um anyway um uh, uh yeah we missed hosalu up there and i i think it was maybe if it weren't for nacho you know obviously getting a red card we would get a moment of hosalu being up there with brahim but uh, yeah. fortunately they had to switch and uh, uh that i think wasn't you know a great thing i wish uh, ancelotti started him you know from the start but uh, it's revisionary you know um, mm. it's difficult to i'll, I'll stick with you brahim diaz again super prime yeah you know driving with the ball he was at yeah. least the most um, you know the the brightest attacker on the pitch like where he try to do sometimes everything on his own. Yeah, and so far so good from him this season. Mm. I'm uh, impressed with him from uh, from the team. Did you expect Brahim to really take center stage when we you know got no, him? I, I don't think anyone really did, especially Bilal fans, you know. Uh I I see a lot of people are not, you know, happy with him. They a lot of people would say you know that he was really really inconsistent so that he was either amazing or horrible 
mm-hmm. each game. So uh, I hope we don't see that you know bad side from him yet. You know, uh, but uh, it will probably come, and I guess we're gonna be having this <laughs> conversation again. You know, it happens That's... for every player, so and we always are reactionary, <laughs> and we always are, you know. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna take it game by game you know how we do it Doris right you know how we do it but um, no man Brahim Diaz yeah I, I think I said it last week right this guy is having handing me else every game so I guess yeah you know Brahim is just doing that again uh, so that I think there's a lot of noise from you okay. could you let me let me just mute it let me just mute yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I think that that's what I want to say. I think Brahim Dia just keeps handing out else to me and I'm all the more happy for it. You know, Brahim, do this more often, hand me out more else because I think Brahim Dia is a player that I really, uh, I was very excited about when he came from City and his first few games in the 18-19 season in the second half were like, uh, built, filled me up with hope. But then the next season, Zidane didn't really, I don't know, uh, give him that many chances. And I think I was kind of expecting the same thing to happen to him this season under Ancelotti because, you know, his profile is that of an attacking midfield winger type of a player. And I don't know if Ancelotti really rates that or, you know, whatever his thoughts about that kind of a player is. But because, you know, with Odegaard, he didn't really give him a chance and Odegaard decided to leave. So I wasn't really hopeful about um, Brahim either. But then at the end of the day, I think Brahim has taken it up to himself. And what has differentiated him from Odegaard is the fact that Brahim is willing to fight for his spot. And, you know, he has proven everybody wrong in that everybody I obviously count myself. And, you know, I think that uh, I, I had doubts about his consistency. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm probably, I want to see how his season ends to be, you know, uh, completely free of that doubt. But so far, the signs are pretty good. And I think Brahim deserves immense credit for, for the way he has performed. 100% Farouk. Thoughts on Brian? Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, there's nothing to add to, you know, what they both said. And honestly, like, you know, uh, I think other than the, if not for the red card, I think Brian wasn't going to go off in this game. And honestly, he he was, you know, one of the, as you said, like one of the most impactful. I think basically he was the most impactful offensive player there. You know, it was just a matter of, you know, uh, trying too much, but there was no alternative there. You know, he just had to, you know, put his head down and get into situations. And I feel like, you know, the referee on fairly, you know, didn't call a lot of uh, a lot of fouls on him, in my opinion. But yeah, Brian just, you know, continues to defy the odds. And honestly, like, you know, uh, it just goes to show that, you know, you know, when this this kind of players, like, you know, like that if, if, if they find the right, you know, the right spots, you know, given the, the time, like, they might actually, you know, come good. Because let's not forget, like, Brian is a player that's really, really highly touted. Like, you're someone that, you know, uh, City, you know, got from Spain and, you know, we also paid around 20 million to get him, you know, even before he was, you know, established at City and then he went to Milan for two years and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, I think the development maybe is, it's, it's, the development has been, you know, going on. So maybe it's time that we're cashing at the right time. And I mean, the thing is that it's good for us as well in the sense that even if you don't want to keep Brian, his market value is, is going high. So, you know, in the summer, if you need, you know, if you need to balance the books, it, 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 it's it's all good. It's not going to be a situation where you have which you and Mariano, where basically no one can want want them because there was nothing, you know, to 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 back up there. Well, I completely agree, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that you know you guys are, you know, finally, you know, uh, feeling up to Brahim and and you know, like how he is kind of you know proving people wrong. It's 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 super super wholesome. Um. But uh, Fran Garcia, Mo, uh, you, you have always kind of backed him. 
tonight again um i'm not going to make a judgment i didn't feel that he was anything uh, special hey, he, he, he put in a lot of blocks he got a lot of ball oh yeah oh yeah i, I remember that in, in in the pen uh in in the in the d box that he made a crucial yeah. block was it in the first half was in it in the, the beginning half. of the second half what's up right yeah Uh, for for me, what I, whatever I'm seeing from Fran today was like I I felt that he's constantly improving because if you saw he even took out in his man at one point in time and really dribbled past him. So I think this guy like slowly getting into his own. I think it's it's taking a little bit of time for me. I've always said that Fran's best qualities are being direct, being physical, and uh, initially, you know, I don't know for what reason he wasn't. uh trusting in himself and i think now he's slowly we are slowly starting to see him be the best version of himself although i think there's a far way off from his best version but he's starting to go towards that and you know the thing is like with fran i also feel sorry for him sometimes because you know what we said on the other side you know there was nobody in the box to cross to so even if he gets the balls in wider areas he's not going to be able to put the ball in because there's nobody there so i don't really know how to feel about that but overall you know performance i i was pretty like i i like what i saw but i think he has to keep on improving and show more yeah that nutmeg on i'm, I'm not sure who was it the, the substitute i think came who came on for alaves was was pretty filthy um uh, where he basically had no <laughs> no other option but to you know bring him down yeah man um i didn't think it was anything special i expected a lot more from front but uh, i guess your point that you know he has slowly kept on improving um you know bit by bit and hopefully we are pretty sure you know with mendy's injury record you know he's going to be needed um second half of the season um very very much so um who else who else who else should be touch upon modric doris do we really you know I, I, it, it was pretty harsh for him to be you know uh subbed off because of the natural red but uh look at modric thoughts i don't know. i just think it's funny that every time we talk about him i'm the first person you ask cuz 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 i have to you know yeah you you're basically his rep man i have extra knowledge you know about luka it's not extra knowledge it's just uh, it's just right you know, that you start <laughs> off with him no i need your compatriot right there's extra luka love over there yeah um well he did all right uh he had to come off you know basically instantly after nacho was off so uh, he didn't get to play the full match but uh, like i already said i i wish you know that uh, we maybe play the 43 you know uh, i felt like it was unnecessary to have both luka and tony in this game but you know we move um as for the performance i think he did all right but uh, there wasn't really much to work with having so many midfielders and no one actually in the box uh, worked against us so yeah i i don't know if we should judge you know their performance you know per se because i think it was a i think this was a a tactical issue you know of uh, the lineup and the formation faruk uh, this is your this is your moment <laughs> you know she she set nah, it up nah. perfectly for you this nah, is this is basically a tap in you just have to tap it in <laughs> you know the door is just you know it's 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 on a plate yeah it might be on a plate by some mind you know you're asking him to go against modric <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah man 
Farrokh That Modric. could be like, you know, it's, 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 it's just it's the things I, you know, I, I said at the beginning and there's no need to keep rehashing things over and over again. Like, you know, I just felt like, again, it's, 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 it's a game where, you know, I don't know. It's either one of two things. Either like they don't pass off detailed information enough for these people to understand or these people just don't care about the information that they're being given. Or there's always a third option, which is that they're stupid and they don't understand shit. I believe that they're not stupid. So I think it's the second one or the first one. Either there is not enough information or these people don't care about the information that they're being given. So this is the thing. But honestly, the game today, and I think someone in the chat mentioned it, like it's obvious Like you could see even from the first 20 minutes, like the players were looking really, really tired. Honestly, yeah. I don't know why, but, but I feel like Jude and Rodrigo were really, really, like, at least that's the vibe I got. I don't know if you guys also saw the same thing, but, like, they looked really, really tired, honestly. So, mm. I don't know. But they played, you know, I think it was Sunday, and today is Thursday, but it's something that we're used to playing anyways, but, you know, uh, you can understand the the, the, the fatigue there or the lack thereof, but, yeah, you know, Luka Modric is Luka Modric doing Luka Modric things, you know, he was unfortunate, it was unfortunate for him to be the one that was going to go off, you know, for the sub of the defender, but, there was nothing else to do there. Nothing special. It was the obvious, you know, sub. But I really hope, man, again, you know, this is me just reiterating, going back on what I think. Luka Modric should have a big say in, you know, Vera Fortunes. Like, that's what I'm hoping for. And I'm pretty sure he he will have a say. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, um, alluding to Thursdays, only one team in Madrid can really be comfortable playing Thursdays. We all know who they are. Um, you know, the less said about them, the better. But um, I guess that's pretty much it, man. Tony Cruz was was decent. You know, that's expected. Um, his set piece, his set pieces, man. I just, I just, I, I don't, I don't get it. I know it was a couple of yards off or a couple of yard shots. Sometimes, you know, you could give him the benefit of the doubt that it wasn't really going for him. You know, but more often than not, I think you know the delivery from set pieces has to be better, has to be better. Um, I'm not sure if anyone agree with me, but Luka Modric sometimes has a better delivery than Tony Cruz, arguably from corners at least. Like, am I the only guy who thinks that way? More, like, what do you reckon, man? Like, Tony uh, Cruz is... The thing is mm -hmm. about Luka Modric is the fact that Luka Modric delivered the cross for the decimal goal. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, you know which goal I'm talking about, so... The mm. thing is, like, with that in mind, you always have this bias that Luka Modric is the exceptional corner kick taker. But no, I, no. I think, uh, at least for me, it is like that. You know, I will always have that bias. But for me personally, I think uh, at, at some points in time, you know, although Farouk might disagree with me, uh, I think I have to trust the coaching staff. I think they see what happens on the training ground and they're probably making the best decision. So, you know, if they decide that Cruz is the right guy, uh, who am I to argue? Mm. Wow. It wasn't, that, that was it wasn't my great. Mom think so too so oh god bless that's you, what boys. matters thank you that's the thing even <laughs> someone even i know this this is the point doris mom doesn't watch football even she knows this so it's not like rocket science to decide that tony cross is a set piece taker like there is basically nothing to trust there but there should be some something to contest him right like I feel like, yeah, they should alternate or some shit. You know, sometimes I don't. It's not. It's not the perfect way to tackle it. But sometimes when I see that Tony Cruz messes it up, maybe probably Motor should have a go. But yeah, I wasn't really pleased. I was just maybe probably losing my mind that we can't really create something cutting edge. You know, throughout throughout the match. You know, maybe that was what was getting to me. But um, I, I totally agree with you. Sven. Even that was what mm. I was thinking. Like I felt like you know a player of Tony Cruz's caliber like should get better. You know. Because like the 
set pieces were just going and like basically they weren't going anywhere. I don't know mm. if that's the right word to use. And I yeah. think we had just how many corners did we have? Four, three? I'm not exactly sure. We had quite a few. Mm. Yeah, but the point is, you know, when in a game where things is not working out, you know, you want this deliveries to you know to 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 reach the target so at least you can create something out of nothing. But I think other than the delivery, I, I really did feel like Tony Cruz was really good today, at least in my opinion. But this delivery thing is actually something that needs to be fixed. As you mentioned, you know, maybe uh, uh, you know a rotation with 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 Luka Modric and also I'll give a shout out to Rodrigo as well. It seems to you know be a very good uh, set piece taker as well. I don't mm-hmm. know about that. I just feel like you know any team that has Tony Cruz, Tony Cruz will always be the facto taker of the you know of this of, of this uh, set pieces. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I I just hope you know we can really capitalize, man. I'm telling you, set pieces we have to we have to be a bit more um proactive because in games, like you said, which doesn't really pan out the way you want it to, set pieces are your are your best friend, man. Like especially again, second half of the season, I need to see more set pieces goals. You know, like one new one new year resolution that I would like to forward it to Francesco uh, is man, guys, you need to work on your set pieces. I need to see more set piece goals. You know, it's it's one thing that I would ask for because one thing that we would win from that is a guarantee of winning more games. It's just simple math. So, you know, I just like to simple say something. Math. I was actually uh, looking uh, like you know, I, I came across an interesting statistic. The thing is, like when you mm. get free kicks and corner kicks, there's only yeah. a ten percent chance of the of it being a goal. So I think uh, mm. we tend to overvalue the you know the value of uh, corners and set pieces. I think today Real Madrid had like uh, I was just looking at the stats for you guys. It's like eighteen free kicks and three corners. So mm-hmm. I think uh, getting one of them to go in was like pretty uh, pretty lucky for us. The way I look at it, I think you know it was for. But then uh, you also have a valid point when you say you probably we want you know a better routine for set pieces because sometimes it just feels like Real Madrid are missing a beat, missing a trick. You know with these corners probably. And set pieces. Probably it's because the benchmark has been has been set a few years ago, but you know the personnel has changed, and we have to kind of temper our expectations accordingly. I I completely get that, but still, man, I I would like you know some some better uh, you know fruition, better results from you know all those set pieces we get. You know, that's just me, man. But I, I, I think know, sometimes you also have a point. to the fact that you know we just had Rudiger. For most majority of the game, who could be a viable mm. target, you know. Although, yeah, mm. yeah, we also had Jude. But if you've seen the score goals that Jude has scored from corners and set yeah. pieces, it it is being like you know he's been a second man, not the primary target. So for us yeah. having only Rudiger as a primary target, I think it, it is sometimes you know not really ideal. Mm. I stick with you, Mo Kepa. Not really much to talk. Yeah, he no, didn't really. So. Do. I, I think we already discussed this. I actually said mm. that. He's going to rotate till the Christmas to be in the Christmas tier, you know, the spirit of giving like you. So we'll, <laughs> we will see what happens after the break. What do you reckon? Who's going to who's gonna get the mantle? Come, no, with come Ancelotti, Mallorca. I'm not saying anything. No, no, no guesses for me. With this Ancelotti no is guesses, completely yeah. new Ancelotti. It's tough completely new Ancelotti. He has a clean shave. He, he looks fresh. Uh, I'll have to give it to him. But I guess the conversation is still open, uh, people. But pick up every single one of you in the chat. 13 guys over here. Um, Smash the likes if you haven't already, and if you're new, subscribe to the channel on the road to 2k boys. Um, but yeah, let me read out a few comments before we you know slowly start wrapping this up. Um, Rajat, we were saying no, um, while well, we only got one fit center back and sort of a national right back, that has been the, the reality, man. Um, 
not really any man of the match for me today they were all quite shite got got agree with you man like um th- there was a few standouts you know but it wasn't really what we expect from and away from but alaves let's be honest you know alaves no, is I, in... I think lucas vasquez and rudiger deserve some credit no yeah 100% you know there was some standouts but we have to have we had to have much more you know star performances um but last game of the year i guess you know people's attention span is, is pretty you know weak for, for tonight uh, rajat was also mentioning go and sign varan uh, back six month loan though we are 99% on going to sign him back what's it looking like more um not entirely likely yeah i i've heard that the rumor that came about him being uh, considered was from uh, varan's agents offering them to ramrod so mm-hmm. i'm not 100% sure what is happening there i think so far two people have reported that one was mm-hmm. ankar rodriguez another one was billed in germany so let's see what happens uh, for me personally i would be happy if they just bring in rafa marin you know we just need to shore up because as we have always you know already talked about this fact that uh, we need to cover till you know february march because at the end of february march we're expecting militao to come back so there is no need to be you know signing players and you know overloading the position unnecessarily so because you mm. know, if you want to sign value the value is in the summer market so let's wait until then for now just bring in somebody and get a cover yeah a stopgap um build the germany trash tier by the way I, i wouldn't trust them um, no man i think was... uh, the the reporter who reported it toby alten stuff is like is decent you reckon okay yeah. um sun was mentioning chia guys at least our players are traveling next day 10 hour flight after dropping points against the worst defense in europe who is he referring to what is referring to barcelona they had a game on wednesday and then uh, today on thursday they have a game in us So in mm. Dallas, but they 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 won on Wednesday, you know. They didn't so, drop points. Sorry, they won on they Wednesday, won. right? They didn't drop. Yeah, they didn't drop points. Yeah, yeah, they they won. They barely won. By the skin of the teeth, they were they were very close to losing or, or drawing. But, but to me, but that I, that is like you know that even if they won, that's like it's kind of obscene that you're making your players play on Wednesday and then you know taking a, I don't know what X number of hours flight to fly. Yeah, it's US all about balancing again. the books, man. You know, yeah. that, it's all about the money, money, money. Chavis, uh, Chavis, uh, hair gel won't won't uh, pay for itself, you know. Um, they'll have to fund it. Rajat was mentioning, oh, and this is the last year we need to have for Nacho. That's a bit too harsh, man. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, you know. I was pretty fucking livid when it, when it unfolded. Um, but yeah, that's that's a bit harsh. I I think Nacho, um, uh, Nacho will deserve a renewal at the end of the season. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So does Vasquez. I really hope. I know it's not going to look likely Vasquez, but uh, I really hope he does get uh, some sort of it. Um, Prince Arthur was mentioning. I I like to apologize, to Lucas Vasquez. I never trusted him and wanted him out of the team. He saved us tonight. Thanks, Lucas. That's what most fans has to go through. You know, almost every season they they tend to doubt his credentials. And yeah, he steps up, man. He steps up. Marcus Winningham I uh, was mentioning Brahim makes me not to miss Vinny he's absolutely outstanding and really is stepping up yeah man it's a testament to Carlos Tets testament to the side that you know arguably our biggest player Vinicius Junior being out really doesn't you know fluster us really doesn't you know knock our confidence off i really thought that we would be in dire straits you know we really would be looking out for 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 avenues that we really didn't have to go down in the first couple of months where Vinny was around you know when he was injured but thankfully the team has been coping well which i didn't really see coming mm, not going to lie raza was mentioning uh, do really red diaz he's a good 
bargain signing. I guess he was mentioning about the center backs. Ignacio Scalvini, we we have to get for me. Um pick up the chat Ignacio, again. Not Ignacio. Uh, My bad, yeah, Ignacio. Ignacio. No, 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 Gonzalo, not your Gonzalo, Ignacio. Um, but yeah, man, center back is, is something of a priority. Uh, <laughs> you know, this this nacho red card really drives that uh uh, home then, again. Now that we're in the topic of it, can we just see what the results of the poll were? Because yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, do you think we'll get a new center back in January? Uh, Doris had asked uh, the chat. Um, seventy-seven percent said yes, which is very optimistic. Not gonna lie. Um, eleven percent said no, and eleven percent said Castilla promoted player. Well, uh, from Castilla. After what I heard earlier in the day, I'm, I'm not sure you know how likely that's going to be with Edgar missing with an injury. If I'm not mistaken, Marvel, Marvel is missing with an injury. I think Edgar is also. Wasn't if I'm not mistaken, Edgar was injured or is recovering. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. I'll have to ask my. I'm pretty year, sure uh, Marvel Marvel got injured like recently. Marvel is injured. Yeah, Marvel is injured. But um, yeah, um, with with. You know, with what we have on our hands, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure the board will have to do something. You know, it, they have to you know, get a body in, like what you guys have been, you know, mentioning. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, you know, I guess it's it's time to slowly wrap up. I'll come to you, Doris. First, uh, final thoughts. Last game of 2023. How has 2023 been, and what would you ask of 2024 for Real Madrid as a Madridista? Okay, so well, um, I did not expect us, you know, with us in a season, you know, uh, first season without Benzema, you know, uh, that's the first thing to mention here, and then without Vinicius, and then without Militao, and then without Courtois, and then without Alaba, <laughs> you know. It goes on, you know, and for us, you know, in December with the last game in December being on top of the table, you know, uh, I'm uh, more than, uh, you know, uh, positively surprised, you know, mm. but uh, I didn't, uh, it's always, you know, um, kind of a double-edged sword because even having to be, you know, positively surprised about things like that is its own story. Uh, but, you know, it is expected for us to have some difficulties, you know, uh, losing Benzema, you know, the first season without a Ballon d'Or striker, you know, it is uh, it is normal f- for us to have uh, some difficulties. But all in all, I think we did more than well, considering uh, where Barca and Atleti are on the table and how many points they have, uh, I don't think any anyone really expected Girona to be this uh, strong uh, this you know far in the season or halfway through the season. And um, yeah, uh, it'll be an exciting twenty twenty four for sure. And uh, in twenty twenty four, our first uh, Champions League matches against Leipzig and uh, exciting I I hope we win that I expect us to win that uh, so Champions League uh, 
uh, I don't want to get ahead, you know, of ourselves, but the quarterfinals or yeah, quarterfinals seem um, uh, already on the horizon. Well, um, yeah, if it, if it, the same question was asked about me, I would say, you know, I want to win something big, but I guess Doris has her expectations, uh, you know, a bit tempered, you know, um, maybe she's being a bit more realistic, you know, I, 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 I have to you know, really pick that up, but um, yeah, man, like what Doris said, we didn't really expect us to be sailing so smoothly, uh, given what we have to face beginning of the season, but Farouk, man, Thoughts so far in 2023, couple of thrashings here and there, you know, a <laughs> couple of big, big, big highs, you know, 4-0 against Barcelona, Copa del Rey win, um, and all Copa of that. Copa del Rey win? <laughs> I, I mean, hope he's going to say all easily, please, then. If I must say, you know, it's, it's, not, it, it's not big, but I know we are clutching at <laughs> straws, but 2023 wasn't great, you know, we, we'll all... You know, yeah, I mean, it. it's it's not great, and like you know, the Copa still doesn't change anything. It's still, whole, it was horseshit. At least it's still horseshit. At least you know, from the from the footballing perspective, but Copa is you know, it's not something that satisfies us at all, at all, man. And as you mentioned, you know, like uh, twenty twenty three was you know after the highs of the twenty one twenty two season, the twenty two twenty three season kind of brought us down back to earth to understand you know uh, how the level of our team is, and we we'll get some reinforcements, and you know, uh, Jude has been a good reinforcement so far. We need it, we need some more, you know, uh towards the summer of twenty-four. Hopefully a certain Nigerian can come and turn the number nine jersey at the <laughs> Bernabal. Well, more realistically, I need to hope we get the turtle, you know, in the summer to at least, you know, cement our our, our team. But away from, you know, the players and the personnel, I really do hope, you know, like we can, you know, just uh bring something big home this year, you know, either be it the league or the or, or the UCL. There you go, Mo. I I think I agree with everything uh, Doris said, and I kind of like I was surprised by Farouk, you know, not <laughs> being too harsh. But yeah, overall, I think uh, the team performed decently, although there was a big disappointment in the Champions League. But you know, we got to the semifinals with the team we had, despite the injuries that Benzema and everybody were having this season with Jude. You know, it's been a surprise. Uh, we I didn't really expect us to be top at this point of the time, you know, especially with how Girona have been performing and how we have this propensity to stumble at key moments, you know, giving up the cheap points. But I think overall, I've been pretty satisfied, and we'll see what 2024 brings. Uh, hopefully, you know, although I, I'm not going to go as strong as Doris and say the quarterfinals are on the horizon because, like I said before, for me, Leipzig are a worrying opponent because you know the way they play. Uh, the intensity that they bring to the team, they bring to the game. So I I hope that all our best players are back and we can play the best of version of us against the best version of Leipzig. And you know, I'm sorry, go... I I said I expect them to win against Leipzig. No, no, the, 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 I, that's what I'm... I I think anything less from a win against them is come on, man, come on. No, my point is the fact that I I I have to be careful what I say about Leipzig because you know. For me, I think Leipzig are the worst kind of opponent for Ramatur because of the intensity they bring to the game and the higher octane tempo that they play with. So I I, I just want to see how Ramatur does in the round of 16. Overall, you know, we all have big ambitions, you know. Although, personally, I would want Ramatur to win the treble, but uh, I would be happy as long as we win the uh, win the La Liga title if it's the Champions League, you know, even a bigger cherry on top. Copa del Rey with Ramatur, I think that is the toughest competition to win. So <laughs> no hopes over there. We don't want we don't want to win it as well. It's a waste of our time as well. We don't it's difficult to win and we are not interested in winning. 
simple as but there you go people for me personally right um la liga is kind of kind of a must win now right we have, we have set ourselves you know to be in this position there's no turning back if we you know you, it, like if we flinch we know for a fact that girona is breathing down our neck right barcelona and atleti are sooner or later you know are definitely going to find their feet and they're going to you know grow themselves into you know a position where they can challenge and pretty sure cuz you know 6 months 7 months left in the season is a, is a long long time and fortunes can fortunes can to- um, topple man like we we can't really uh, you know take our foot out of the gas as well and also what this la liga run in is 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 going to give us is momentum which i always stress this is my hype word momentum is what i use going into every fucking big match every fucking big run in we need to keep our momentum intact we need to carry ourselves the same way we have been carrying in la liga there might be games where we can't dominate where we can't really capitalize on you know the opposition slack and we have to get the job done i'm not asking for you know pure stuff like farooq does i'm not asking for you know for you know any 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 sort of uh, a gala right performance i just need to get the job done get the result on the board and we move right so the 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 the, the fact of the matter is we're going to face much stunner opposition from jan to may it, it's a fact right so we just have to be on board we have to you know buckle up and and be ready you know especially with the with you know so many of our you know uh, starting players out missing we really have to you know hone in on what we can capitalize on what we can improve on um and this is up to carlo and uh, and 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 his staff and so far so so good man like it it has it has been sort of reassuring um compared to where we were beginning of the season so i'm slightly optimistic cautiously optimistic is is is, is my is my keyword here yeah? that uh, we can do big things this season and boy oh boy i'll be you know over the moon to celebrate two big titles this season and man if we win the champions league <laughs> farooq hey hey farooq habibi habibi look at me look at me i'm going to be coming for your blood clot right right and the post match it, w- it won't be like last time where i was kind of overwhelmed i didn't have the energy to react and you didn't have the energy to fight back but man on that post match farooq bro get ready get ready get ready yeah get ready but uh, big up the panel man big Drum up the room, chat <laughs> inshallah um big up the chat big up the panel uh hopefully you know we all have a very good 2024 and uh, yeah man um uh, we just have to you know um embrace ourselves with, with with the challenges that we are you know put forth um but again big up all the people that you know send us feedback in negative positive all of that um big up people that you know tells me every single time every single week that you know we really accompany them on on drives on on morning jogs on you know whatever it be we just are there um after a game before a game you know to just yeah man basically share you know what we as fans think which i'm so happy that people like us can relate but you know that's the very point of this podcast and again i would like to reiterate this podcast is what this is because this is a two way street right without this being a two way street we we are just talking to the wall um over here 
but yeah man big up every single one of you who sends in messages it it, it really makes my day big up our team in madrid as well big up set big up our uh, our 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 you know little budding little dream project that we're running you know speaking to fans in madrid as well we'll be back in action hopefully after mallorca we won't be there for mallorca but hopefully post mallorca we'll be you know uh, back to covering games in uh, in madrid as well at the bernabeu um but yeah man um smash the follow on, on spotify on, on apple podcast as well more was reminding me that apple podcast people should deserve much more love and i'm here for it you know spotify just uh, is is what have been you know used to saying for over two and a half years that's what comes to my mind first but they give the people on apple podcast as well google podcast amazon music for, for people who didn't know we are also on amazon music as well uh, as of uh, i think august 2023 but um, Yeah guys um smash the follow everywhere it it really helps the algorithm really helps to you know push um push us up you know in google searches and what not but yeah man um much love to every single one of you who has joined us on this journey on to another year hopefully like the first one where we enjoy some big big success ala madrid ala madrid ala madrid ala madrid